blessed Sunday morning to each and every one of you on behalf of myself, Pastor Shane, and the rest of Worship Without Walls. I thank you for joining us here on this blessed Sunday. Let us pray. O oh God, our ruler and shepherd, you anointed Jesus as the king and servant of your people. Make us attentive to your word that we may accept your reign over us and serve you alone. Amen. Let us turn now to 703 in our red hymnal. God's love and strength. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces never covered with shame. This poor man called out and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Let us continue with 176. He has blessed us. <clears throat> blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. He chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. For from him and through him and to him are all things. In love he predestined us to adoption as sons through the Jesus Christ to himself, according to the kind intention of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, which he freely bestowed on us in the beloved. For from him and through him and to him are all things. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us. For from him and through him and to him are all things. In all wisdom and insight, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his kind intention, which he purposed in him with a view to an administration suitable to the fullness of the times, that is, the summing up of all things in Christ, things in the heavens and things upon the earth, for from him and through him and to him are all things. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will, to the end that we who were the first to hope in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. For from him and through him and to him are all things. In him you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is given as a pledge of our inheritance with a view to the redemption of God's own possession 
to the praise of his glory. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. Our opening hymn for today is Open My Eyes That I May See. affirmation of faith. We believe in Jesus Christ the Lord, who was promised to the people of Israel, who came in the flesh to dwell among us, who announced the coming of the rule of God, who gathered disciples and taught them, who died on the cross to free us from sin, who rose from the dead to give us life and hope, who reigns in heaven at the right hand of God, who comes to judge and bring justice to victory. We believe in God, his Father, who raised him from the dead, who created and sustains the universe, who acts to deliver his people in times of need, who desires all men everywhere to be saved, 
who rules over the destinies of men and of nations, who continues to love men even when they rejected him. We believe in the Holy Spirit, who is the form of God present currently in the church, who moves men to faith and obedience, who is the guarantor of our deliverance, who leads us to find God's will in the word, who assists those whom he renews in prayer, who guides us in discernment, and who impels us to act together. We believe God has made us his people to invite others to follow Christ, to encourage one another into deeper commitment, to proclaim forgiveness of sins and grant hope, to reconcile men to God through word and deed, to bear witness to the power of love over hate, to proclaim Jesus the Lord over all, to meet the daily tasks of life for the purpose of the Lord, to suffer joyfully for the cause of right to the end of the earth, to the end of the age, and to the praise of his glorious name. Amen. And amen. Turn to 361. My God, I love thee. My God, I love thee, not because I hope for heavenly thereby, nor yet because who love thee not must die eternally. Thou, O my Jesus, thou didst me upon the cross embrace, for me didst bear the nails and spear, and manifold disgrace. Then why, O blessed Jesus Christ, should I not love thee well? not for the hope of winning heaven or of escaping hell. Even though so, I love thee and will love. And in thy praise will sing solely because thou art my God and my eternal King. Amen. Amen. Turn now to read Psalm 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, Lord, who could stand? But there is forgiveness with you, so that you may be revered. I wait for the Lord, my soul awaits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord, more than those who watch for the morning, more than those who watch for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is great power to redeem. It is he who will redeem Israel from all of its iniquities. Amen and amen. Our next hymn for today is Great is Thy Faithfulness.
great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness. Lord, unto me. Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in their courses above. In manifold witness, through thy great faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning, new. I see all I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me.
turn once again back into our hymnal. 668. Justification through faith. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we exult in hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also exult in the tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance. And perseverance, proving character, and proving character, hope. And hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who was given to us. For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for the righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone would dare even to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through him. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only this, but we also exult in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. So then, as through our one transgression, there resulted condemnation to all men, even through one act of righteousness, there resulted justification of life to all men. And let us pray. Lord God, friend to those in need, your Son, Jesus Christ, has united and untied our burdens and healed our spirits. We lift the prayers of our hearts for those still burdened, those seeking healing, those in need within the church and the world. Dear Heavenly Fathers, we come to you on this blessed Sunday. We look to you full of thanksgiving for the ability to be here today, to praise you in your glorious name, to come together as one church and one body of Christ, no matter the denomination or where we are from or where we came from. Lord, we look to you for the discernment that we can keep moving forward in your holy name. Lord, we continue to ask for the healing grace to shine down upon this nation and this world and that as we get closer to coming back to what is deemed as normality, that it would be the appropriate normality in your eyes and in your grace, O oh Lord. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, we ask that you hear our prayers, that we may love you with our whole being and willingly share the concerns of our neighbors as our own. In Christ Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. We turn back to our hymnal, the 669. He gave some as apostles 
and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of the service, to the building up of the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man, to the measure of the stature, which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by the craftiness and deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head of even Christ, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by that which every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. Though by this time you ought to be teachers, you have need again for someone to teach you the elementary principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is not accustomed to the word of the righteousness, for he is a baby. But solid food is for the mature, who because of practice have their senses trained in discern good and evil. Therefore, leaving the elementary teaching about the Christ, let us press on to maturity. And, and dear Heavenly Father, we look to you to rem and ask that you keep us in your kingdom and remind us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us continue in prayer. God of judgment and mercy, when we hide ourselves in shame, you seek us out in love. Grant us the fullness of your forgiveness, that as one people united by your grace, we may stand with Christ against the powers of evil. Amen. And Amen. All right. Our first reading for today comes from the book of Second Corinthians, chapter four. Verse 13 through chapter 5, verse 1. But just as we have the same spirit of faith that is in accordance with Scripture, I believe and so I spoke. We also believe and so we speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and will bring us with you into his presence. Yes, 
Everything is for your sake, so that grace, as it extends to more and more people, may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God, so we do not lose heart. Even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. For this slight monetary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure, because we look not at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Our second reading for today comes from the Gospel of Mark, the third chapter, verses 20 through 35. And the crowd came together again, so that they could not even eat. When his family heard it, they went out to the restrain him, for people were saying, He has gone out of his mind. And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem said, He has Belzebul. And by the ruler of the demon, he cast out demons, and he called them to him, and spoke to them in parables. How can Satan cast out Satan, if a kingdom is divided against itself? That kingdom cannot stand, and if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself, and is divided, he cannot stand. But his end has come. But no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his property without first tying up the strong man. Then indeed the house can be plundered. Truly I tell you, people will be forgiven for their sins and whatever blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit can never have forgiveness, but is guilty of eternal sin. For they had said, He has an unclean spirit. Then his mother and his brothers came, and standing outside, they sent to him and called him. A crowd was sitting around him, and they said to him, Your mother and your brothers and sisters are outside asking for you. And he replied, Who are my mother and my brothers? And looking at those who sat around him, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and mother. Here ends our reading from the scripture of the Gospel of Mark.
This brings me to sermon for today, entitled, Never Give Up. As we start off today, I want to actually bring us back to our first reading from 2 Corinthians. And it starts off saying that we have the same spirit of faith in accordance with the scripture. Because we have the same spirit within us that watches over us and protects us and guides us in discernment of the Holy Spirit that was sent by Christ Jesus to continue forth guiding us as we go about our days. Far too many of us ignore that spirit. We think we can do better on this earthly plane than to accept the love of God. To accept the spirit to move within us. The Apostle Paul tells us in verse four, chapter 4, verse 16, Therefore we don't faint. It means that we don't give up. We don't lose heart. It doesn't matter what persecution comes against us. We saw this within multiple readings that we did today within God, our hymnals and scripture. That although we may have evil come against us and persecute us, Lord has already taken care of that, of where we're going. But we have to go back to having faith. Now I ask you today, how, how can we find strength to keep trying when we feel like we failed? And let me make one thing perfectly clear we all fail we all fall short but that's the beauty of this whole thing we're not perfect in fact we are beautiful imperfections I'm beautiful you're beautiful brothers and sisters we must realize that when we go and start our relationship with Christ, when we come together as one body, we must realize that we all have our gifts from God that we were given to shine. But we also have our flaws. We also have sins that will actually take over if we don't understand what they are if we don't look in ourselves first see far too often I have seen Christians that go to church on Sunday and then spend Monday through Saturday judging others because they think 
that what is in this book gives them the power to judge someone else. It doesn't. What's in this book gives us the power of self-examination. How can we be better Christians? How can we be better and follow Christ's lead and example that he set for us? And it all starts first by having faith. And Paul continued on in verse 18 saying that we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Again, brothers and sisters, we look at each other and we see each other. Far too often we see ugliness, right? Last year and a half at least, I've seen the ugliness of mankind, but I've seen the love and grace of our Lord in every instance. But sometimes that ugliness just is out there so much that it becomes unbearable. But instead of looking at what is presented to us as the ugliness, let's start looking for that love, that joy, that beauty within the spirit. Keeping faith. Because, as Paul continued to say, the things which are seen are temporary. But the things that are not seen are eternal. The kingdom of heaven is eternal. The love that God gives to you and I, brother and sister, is eternal. No matter the sin, if we have faith, if we confess Christ as our Lord and Savior, and if we believe, the love of Christ is ours. The love of Christ was given to us when Christ died on the cross to save us and redeem us from our sins. But far too often we forget that and we sit there and we continue to think if we attend service on Sunday, that gives us the power to sit there and say we're going to be redeemed. It doesn't. It comes through the love that we give to others. The love that we show to our brothers and sisters. Strip away the ugliness that's inside of you. We all struggle with it. I struggle with it. I say this because a lot of people sit there and think pastors are perfect. No pastor's perfect. Nobody is perfect. Let's get that straight. The only perfect being was Christ Jesus, which was why he was the sacrificial lamb for you and I. That's what we have to remember and get straight. But as we continue forth, we have to look at the fact that what we saw by living by faith in 2 Corinthians, which was given to us by Paul, relates wholeheartedly with what Christ was saying, with forgiveness, 
in the Gospel of Mark for today. How many of you regret things that you've done? How many of you have sat there? And even as you're hearing my words today, are self-examining yourself and saying, I wish I hadn't done that. I need to do better. But you have to forgive yourself for that first before you can make that step to do better. As Christ said in his parables, If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. This is your house. Your body is your house. It's your temple. And if it's divided against itself, if your anxiety, if your stress, if you're eating away at yourself because you're worrying about things that you should not be worrying about, instead, forgive yourself as the Lord has forgiven you. Everything that we can go through comes back to Scripture in some way, shape, or form. I guarantee it. Your healing message is within the gospel. You have anxiety. Your message is in the gospel of how to handle that. See, the problem is we worry about things that we have no control over. We say things that we regret, and then we worry about that regret instead of forgiveness. If someone does something wrong to us, we get angry and concerned and violent towards them. Instead of, as Christ is instructed, we turn the other cheek, we forgive and we let go. Because all holding on to that rage, all that guilt, all that anxiety, all that stress does is eats away at us and divides the house, our temple. As Christ says, it can't stand if it's divided. In verse 28, truly I tell you, people will be forgiven for their sins and whatever blasphemies they utter. However, whoever blasphemies against the Spirit can never have forgiveness, but is guilty of eternal sin. For they had said, He has unclean spirit. When Christ was saying this, He was referring to those that had said that He had an unclean spirit about him that he was able to rebuke and cast out demons. Don't have an unclean spirit. Don't sit there and condemn the Holy Spirit before giving it a chance. And let me explain this in a way hopefully that is relatable to some of you you see far too many times we'll walk into a church building and we will sit there and we will judge all christians based on our interaction with a few we judge based on or come to our conclusions based on our physical interactions with a few of what we see instead of 
what we feel and the belief and the faith in the unseen. We sit there and say we didn't feel loved by those individuals. Therefore, all Christianity must be bad because they all sit there on a throne and judge others. As I said in the beginning, this that is not the way. That is not the way to truly be. And we all make mistakes. We all sin. We all are perfectly unperfect. We all are redeemed by Christ Jesus through faith, through his love. But we have to understand that what we ended up doing by making that decision based on how physically we saw things is we casted away the love of Christ Jesus. We weren't looking for the Holy Spirit to come and bless us anymore because we truly thought that this is just how everybody must be. So why would anything be different? This must truly be how it is. If we are going to be Christians, we're going to sit on a throne and judge others. We don't want that. Yet, didn't we kind of already do that when we're making this decision? It's not about, and some might ridicule me for saying this, it's not about the religion. It's not about the people around you in the pews, although sometimes it can be that makes it fun for you. But it's that relationship you have with the Lord. That relationship to be better for yourself, for others. Now, when we think about that, let us know that Christ loves you unconditionally. That is the example he set out to give us as we relate towards others. And if we can learn one thing from this story through the Gospel of Mark, close family members may come in many forms. Because we saw in the end of what we read from the Gospel of Mark, Christ said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. Think about that, brothers and sisters. And I may never have met you, but if you are a believer and a follower, you are my brother or sister. Understand that. Just as Christ said, these people around me that have believed in God are my brothers and my sisters and my mother. Not all of us are blessed with families that include a mother, a father, brothers and sisters. But families are made up of the people who love and care for each other. How many of you out there can say that you have close family? It's not blood related, but you met them over the years and you love each other. 
and care for the well-beings of each other. That you may not talk every day, but you still would be there if they needed you. For many of us, we find friends in our church and elsewhere who are loving and caring. We find friends that will step up when someone calls or messages saying, hey, can you help me move? And we show up. We have friends that when they sit there and ask for prayer because of someone's sick or because they're putting an offer in on a house, we sit down and we pray to the Lord for his will to be done. For that blessing to be bestowed upon them because we want what's best for them. We find those friends, that family, in those that periodically reach out to us and check up on us to make sure we're doing okay, knowing that we live busy schedules and busy lives. Because those are the ones that make good family members. Those are the ones that are showing that unconditional love. They're not loving us or fake loving us because they're out for something. They're loving us because they truly care about our well-being. And Jesus says, for whoever does the will of God is the same, is my brother, is my sister, is my mother. And that's where I want to wrap things up today, is knowing that those who are out there doing the will of God, loving your neighbor as yourself, showing compassion caring, praying, reading the scripture, looking to have better others that are in need, not judging, ultimately forgiving ourselves for the sins and evil that we keep doing, just as Christ sacrificed for our salvation, and understanding and knowing that God loves us more than ever. That's where I want to end it today because I want to make sure that we stay in a good place. Stay in that place of hope as one family, one body of Christ. My brother or sister on the other end of this, you are loved. Not just by God, but by me as well. I do hope the best for you. And again, I may not have ever met you, but I still pray that the Lord bestows the blessings upon you that you so deserve. And dear Heavenly Father, as I come to you this morning, thankful for your message from your Son, Jesus Christ, in the parables he spoke in the Gospel of Mark and in 2 Corinthians through Paul's words, reminding us of love, reminding us of forgiveness, not just of others, but forgiveness of self, just as you have forgiven us for our transgressions. Lord, I look to you this morning that you would continue to guide us in discernment as we are one body, one family through Christ Jesus to you in the glorious presence of your Son embraced now through the church in the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.
Our final hymn for today is Because He Lives. Oh, 
upon all he lives because he lives I can face tomorrow because he lives all fear is gone because I know he holds the future and life is worth the living just because he lives and life is worth the living just because he lives Amen Amen Let us pray God of judgment and mercy, when we hide ourselves in shame, you seek us out in love. Grant us the fullness of your forgiveness, that as one people united by your grace, we may stand with Christ against the powers of evil in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and grant you peace. Go in peace, brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? Then look no further then checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. It's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. Hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones. Have a blessed day.